Welcome back to another PPP player profile and projection. We hope you're still tuning in. We hope you're still listening to our daily mini episodes because they are so much fun to make because all I want to do is talk Yankees and this gives us an excuse to talk every single day. Today we are doing the six foot eight reliever from the Bronx, I think, Dellen Batansis. Jake, what do you got on Dellis? First, first. Deli. Deli? That's Deli. what you think of? Deli Belly. Wow. Is that a nickname? I've never heard anyone call him Deli Belly before. I think that sounds like he's one of those tall guys that wouldn't like being called fat. So I think they don't say Deli Belly. But now he's skinny. Deli Belly sounds like if a bunch of kids had to give each other mob nicknames. And like there was that fat guy in the mob that just hung out by the deli. Like, yeah, he's got a <laughs> belly full of deli. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, he's it said he went to high school in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But <laughs> and his nickname the nickname is officially listed as D Dog, which nobody calls. <laughs> I think that's because they put D Dog on the back of his player's jersey, which yeah. Imagine uh, if yeah. like in the clubhouse we're like, hey D Dog, we're gonna go get some pizza. You wanna come? <laughs> now uh, now okay D No Clint Frazier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that too harsh? That's, that got me good. <laughs> D Dog is what little kids that's an actual little kid nickname. Let let me start just because I'm I'm kinda harder on Dellen than you. And man, his numbers are silly. It was very he's when he's career, on, he's very good. Three hundred fourteen innings. 2-2-9 ERA. Uh, he's casually gathered 32 saves while he's never had the closing role, really. He's picked it up in brief periods, but his strikeouts per nine career are 14.4, which would be close to leading the league every year. His stuff insane. The huge thing is his control, and I, I guess part of the reason, this guy's been to the All-Star game the past four years. Four years. And he was... He became almost useless for us in last year's playoffs because he just lost lost his control, which is insane. A reliever that's been to the All-Star game the past four years on a normal team, that would be a staple of their bullpen. He's their closer or their eighth-inning shutdown guy that's almost more reliable than their closer. And last year, because of the Yankees' death, <laughs> depth, he became a little bit of a afterthought. And I don't know, he's entering his age 30 season. It's kind of funny how they make spring training stories. And, oh, you know, Patance is a slim this year. And then he pitches well. They'll be like, wow, he lost that weight. He pitches bad. They're like, oh, he should have never lost that weight. So I don't know. Me me personally, I think role is kind of one of the important things. And I don't see Patance in the eighth inning until he shows me a good month, month and a half, two months of baseball. I don't think that's crazy to say. I don't think that's like a hot take or anything. I can see him. I can see the Yankees giving him the eighth inning role if he has a good spring, because I think maybe Batances needs to be coddled where D-Rob is, doesn't need to be coddled. So maybe there's a fear that say, but has a really good spring and then he doesn't get that eighth inning job or, you know, the guy before Chapman, no matter when it comes, the guy that's going to face the good hitters, is that sending a tough message right away? And then he just never has any confidence because he seemed like a delicate little flower at times on the mound last year where his body language was garbage. 
And his body motions in general is garbage. Uh, Kevin Law on that, when he talked about prospects, he talked about Dylan Batances. He was like, Keith Law. Keith Law. Keith Law. Kevin's a cooler name than Keith. IMO. So I was helping him out there. K-Law. We'll just get, stick with that. He said, now Dylan Batances, there's a guy with no athletic ability. He can't. <laughs> It's like, he can't walk. He didn't say this. These are now my own words. He can't walk off the mound athletically. He can't throw a pitch 10 feet to first base athletically. But for some reason, God allowed this 6'8", lanky, unathletic doofus the ability to throw 100 miles per hour on the black at times. Putting a lot of words in Keith Law's mouth there. No, I took all those out of Kevin Law's mouth and put them in mine. Okay, that was Kevin Law. That was Kevin Law. Kevin, K-Law just said he's, he's zero athletic ability. He can't throw to first. He probably can't shoot a basketball well, but he can throw 100 miles per hour on the black. It has a nasty curveball, but nothing else. God didn't give him any other. He's basically Rudy minus his ability to throw fastball. <laughs> minus being a giant human. Yeah. Man, so I'll this, this is kind of fun because we – We've gone with the baseball reference projections a little bit. And they have him uh, 334 ERA, 62 innings, 86 strikeouts, 30 walks, 1 2 whip. <laughs> but they only have that at a 59% reliability scale, which shows that they don't really know either. <laughs> Wait, they don't fi- know if he's going to. 50 reliability? 59%. That's yeah. the lowest we've come across. One of the lowest, yeah. So, and man, no, it's, and here's, you, you've hyped on this more than me that when he gets his regular work, he kind of gets in that rhythm and he's good. And I think that's part of the problem that's going to be with the Yankees this year is that he needs to know his role. And you know, say Araldis Chapman wasn't on this team and he was just pegged to be the closer. You know, Booney was in camp saying, Batances has to be our closer, blah, blah, blah. I would believe Dylan Batances is going to have a great year because he would get regular work. He'd have the confidence he's the closer. And I think he'd just kill it. But I don't know. I don't think he's going it's, to – it's a little bit mental and it's a little bit workload. And I don't think he's going to get that consistently enough on this team. We'll see. I mean, I think he's going to have a good year um, because he's good. Like his career is more good than bad. After 2016, 2016, we traded away Chapman. Batances became the closer. He kind of got worn down a little. He kind of got outed because he couldn't throw the ball to first base, and they just bunted on him a lot. And it was like, you know, CeCe's tall, but also probably three times as wide as Batances. But he can field and throw like a normal human being, like a normal baseball player. CeCe can run forward. Yeah. And Batances, you, you bunt on Batances. He basically crumbles into a bag of sand on the mound. Kind of like that's a great call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he'll be good. I think. What are you measuring Batances on? Not having a stretch where we're saying, don't bring in Batances. I want him to be a top guy. Dude, it's hard. We have Canely, Chad Green, D Rob, Chapman, Batances. Like, he wasn't a factor in the playoffs last year, but he should have been. It's it's kind of insanity. He's every full season he's played for the past four years, he's been an all star. He's had over a hundred strikeouts. <laughs> but that's the thing that's thrown me off. His 
his innings have come down every year and his strikeouts have come down every year. That seems like some something a real analyst would say. How about that? Well, he was nice he, catch, Jake. He, Thanks, Jim. Yeah, nice. He bought a house in Teaneck, New Jersey with his first signing bonus. So there's that. But I was trying he, to be a different kind of analyst. I don't know, man. <laughs> if if he's my my hot take for the season is that Dylan Batances doesn't end up on the Yankees. I was going to ask you that. I was going to say, can you see him starting the season really good and then being a chip to trade at the deadline because we have so many relievers? And last year in the playoffs, we didn't need him. So if he plays Man, himself I, into a trade, can you see them doing I think, that? I think, I think that's the op- optimistic point of view. What if he loses himself again and now he's buried behind, what, five guys in the Yankees' bullpen? Six? Do you agree he'll, he'd never recover from that? I mean, that's a hot take. Do you agree if he gets down to... Like the six the guy. Yes. Actually, no. Wow. No. Because the, the Yankees the Yankees give him his chance because his stuff is filthy. If he goes haywire for five appearances and then he comes back three with dirty stuff, if you're in Aaron Boone, you're the manager, you say, this guy might have the best stuff in my bullpen and he's been good for three straight appearances. But I don't know. Here, So here's both scenarios, right? But Tance is pitched good, like you said. The, his values back up. He's got one more year of team control next year. And yes, like you said, there's value there. If he goes haywire again and his value drops again and he's he almost becomes not a member of this team again, what's the point where I know you're selling low a little bit, but he's 30 and he would still have value to another team to be a dominant closer. So my hot take for this year has been he he won't end up on the team. I think the comical thing, number wise, his stats are going to end up pretty much the same. You you not that he won't end up on the team. You mean halfway through the season, he's going to break camp with the team. Maybe. You think there's a possibility he doesn't break camp with the team? There's a possibility, man. In, in what way? Trades? The Yanks are still talking trades and stuff. Yeah, they're not going to cut. You always jump there. I don't think Batanzas is getting cut. I'm just making sure, man. There's some people listening to this being like, what's Jake saying? Is he, th- he thinks he's going to get cut? You got to no. you can't. No, you no, gotta no. let everyone know it's exactly. They're not thinking that. Yeah, there was a guy out there thinking. It was like, oh, my God, Jake's being a little crazy. No, I just think, man, for it, it doesn't add up. When you look at the stuff on paper – you kind of look at his build and look at what his stuff can be, and you get that he can have down streaks. For where he ends up on this roster, either way, it kind of doesn't add up. What's best case scenario? He's just absolutely filthy, and he's our lockdown eight inning eighth inning man. Yep. Like that can still happen, right? Yeah, there's a much. There's a lot of room for Batances to go. I don't think he goes that bad. Last year, it was. Like if the season kept going last year, right? If 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 we got a full October of regular season baseball, I think Batances gets out of that funk and becomes dominant again. It just his funk landed during the playoffs, and and he's and last year his funk stretched out too long. And but but I think I think he's guaranteed a rough stretch. But I think he'll always be like status quo is dominant, good reliever. Yeah. So I mean, what? What do we even think? What's what's our what's what's our close with the dances? Our close is, and we haven't talked about Chad Green or Canley yet. We haven't done a PPP on them. If those guys step up, 
next year and are the real deal, I think that hurts Batances. But if they falter and Batances needs to become the dude, I think he'll rise to the occasion. I think he's kind of like that trope every Little League team says. We play get, we play better against good teams and we play shitty against bad teams. Like I think that's real life for Batances. I know it's insane, man. It, just this is your last point, about, by the way. The way we've talked about this dude, and I, it all—it basically sounds like I'm flip flopping. <laughs> His batting averages against last year: lefties hit 122, but righties like, hit 159. But like Bryce Harper said, you just go up looking for a walk. Righties, OBs, P's, on base percentage. I guess they'll say 362. So it's it's almost insanity. You, if you're the pitching coach, and we've been talking about the love that Larry's gotten this kind of endorsement from the management, you almost wish there was a new voice in this head. Maybe it's Booney. Maybe Booney says relax and picture a naked lady out there or something like that. But quick question: We got to wrap this up. We're running long, but quick question: Do you think Yankees brass? sent Patances to a therapist at any point from the end of last year to this year. Just like a mental checkup. Like, hey, how are you doing? Just like ease into it. No. Because that's an announcement that you're off the deep end. Have you ever been sent to a you therapist? You do that. You do that, you're already gone. You don't know my sports therapist story? I, we're, we can't do it on this, but remember that for another time. You have a sports therapist story? One came to a camp I went to, and it All just... Right. We'll say it. It got ugly. That needs, Bad that, that needs yeah. to be on our – if we don't talk about this on a big main episode, someone comment, call, leave a voicemail. Hey, tell us about the time Jake went to a therapist for sports. I mean, what did they say? Hey, hey kid, quit. You're bad. And then you were like, oh, shit. We can't like get into it. They, we can't yeah. get into it. And this is the it end. It was just me and the therapist. It was you and the therapist, and they were kind of no, like – like, like, now, now you're telling a fake story. We wish Dellen the best. We wish Dellen the best. I hope he's nasty. Five stars. Last year, Dellen got ejected from the, a game for the first time in his career, and he also threw an immaculate inning, the sixth immaculate inning recorded in Yankees history, previously done by Brandon McCarthy in 2014. Interesting tidbit to end the Dellen Batances love on. Thank you for listening. The end of this PPP, five stars, six stars, not just five or up. Five or up. Thank you for listening. Um, see you tomorrow. Yeah.